0: Too. Damn you, Chase Legler!
1: I just want to say one thing too to all of our fans and, and customers for for all the support and love that you do show us. It it means a lot.
2: I think the too long didn't read version of what Luke just went on was that
3: just our way to say that that we love you guys and we appreciate what everyone's going through and uh, you know we're we're all in this together.
0: Here we are, uh, Sonder Stories, Chapter Thirty Eight.
2: Welcome back. Thanks for joining us. Uh, season two. Yeah. Season two. Whatever episode of season two this is. Yeah. It's, I think it's eight. whatever. It's, we, I don't remember if we started that at 30. It feels like we did. Let's pretend like we did. Yeah, let's we should be more confident with stuff like that because no one's going to fact check us.
0: Totally. Except for the one person that does and they blast you and then you'll do great at combating it.
2: Yeah. We'll try.
0: Welcome back. Season two, chapter eight, chapter 38 overall. Mm-hmm. And here we are. Uh, we've got a full crew in house. I've got PNP to my left across from me. I've got, uh, Wayne Mehmet. Wayne, you're making your podcast debut. Thanks for joining us, brother.
4: Heck yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: And we've got, uh, Chad Craig over there.
4: Yeah, I go by many names. <laughs> <laughs>
0: not just those two. No. My uh, wife calls me other ones. <laughs> oh, keep, this is PG, brother. It's actually the furthest thing from PG, if we're uh, honest. Yeah, 100%. But we're not going into your names. No. I don't want to know. And then I've got uh, everyone's favorite podcast character, Chase Legler, to my right. <laughs> nope. And, and for those that uh, are at home and, or in your car or wherever you are listening, you can't understand the comedic value of... Our new setup and the fact that Chad, Chad Craig and Chase are sharing a mic, but it's on a boom arm, and just to keep it perfect, they have their their bodies and necks situated and contorted in such a way that they don't want to move it, so that they can just swing the boom arm. And it's quite it's quite comical to look <laughs> at. It's pretty fancy. It's really so, athletic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really showing your prowess. You two.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, it's quite athletic. Well done. Hey, Chase was an athlete, man. I believe it. Have we, have we never talked about this? I think we have a little bit. Chase was like an all-state basketball player. I could, I, could, I could really see that.
1: <laughs> I, I, I think I did break a record at, at the big old New Blair's high school for... How um, many times you got tossed? No, no, yeah, but close, but close. <laughs> I have yeah. heard this. I, mean, I, I basically Tex? fouled out of every single game. It's like the most foul outs in a season. I was, is, I was, I was a bit <laughs> aggressive on the court.
2: I was going to get there eventually. I started with uh, how many times you got booted, how many techs, or just fouling out. Dude, did you ever get a
0: technical foul?
2: Yeah. (laughs) That's the least shocking thing of the day. My brother got one for... He hit a three, and he did like the... Um Ooh, that like the neck slash No, the, he did he like got on one knee and was like waving the three. <laughs> <laughs> that's a power move. My dad texted me that Justin did that. I was like you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> that's your, a power My brothers move. a big boy too. I uh, he Yeah, is. he was more of a bruiser than anything. Yeah. You guys probably played a similar style yes. of basketball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was
1: really really good at like rebounding and boxing out. Like, yeah. I I love boxing people out. Cause I would just drive him like back to the other side. <laughs> and, like they would keep be like, "What are you doing, man? Like, Put, like putting boss. that yeah. wagon? to so you so illegal?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. you're like the Charles <laughs> Barkley of McLaren. Yeah. The, rest, the rest would be like, right, you, you, you know, you're boxing out, but you're kind of, you know, you're a little bit too aggressive." I'm like, is it
2: illegal? Like, well, <laughs> well, technically not. <laughs> I love yeah. that you went to the technicality <laughs> yeah. of it. It's legal, bro. Right, right. I can do that. What sports movie am I thinking of that um, they like call the foul and they're like, "Did he break this rule?" No. Did he break that rule? No. So was it legal? Probably basketball. I guess, was that I Space guess Jam? So. It's Wasn't uh, it Space Jam? I, no, I think Chad was, is my back here. It was
3: the blind side when he blocks him yes. all the way out. That's exactly what oh, that was. What right, that yeah. was That's,
2: so. right. That's right. Yep. <laughs> he he <like laughs> well blocked done. him all the way out of the stadium. He's like, did he hold? No. Did he block him in the back? No. Well, I guess it was legal. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I forgot about that. Well done, Craig. Yeah. Thanks, That's Chad. nice. I knew I could count on you, Chad. Yeah. Uh, a lot of useless
3: information up there.
0: <laughs> so, uh, we're going to talk a lot of things today. Heck yeah. Uh, we're going to get into a little bit of, of Wayne's story. What what got you here and uh, what you're doing for the team today. Uh, and we're going to talk a little bit about some beer. We, we've released uh, this week. Ooh. We released Oktoberfest.
2: Technically last week. Was it last week? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Friday, right? It was last mm-hmm. Friday. Uh, well... I'm talking in future tense when this comes out versus nice. um, like when people will be listening because it'll nice. be next week. So, but we'll even be, then, that would have been two weeks ago, right? Yep. For Oktoberfest. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was thinking about who's it. on first. I was thinking of October or of uh, Frosted and um Giga. Yeah. Right. So sorry. so we've got.
0: I mean, it was kind of a fun week for beer releases for you guys out in the out in the field, especially having some some new stuff to sell. So some, oh, yeah. some fresh juice, if you will. Yep. Uh, chase, you're drinking Oktoberfest. Why don't you talk a little bit about it? Uh, this year, last year we released it, it was Original Settlers. Um, just to be really transparent with everybody, let's just go ahead and get it out there and talk about it. Uh, we decided to, at least for the time being, um, to give us a chance to talk about it. We decided to to nix that name Original Settlers just in case there's any insensitivity uh, yeah. uh, surrounding everything. And, and Wayne, I'll give you a lot of credit to that. You, you were kind of <laughs> one of the first people that brought that to the attention of the team of, oh, hey, we know that there's no ill will here from Saunder,
2: But let's not confuse it for anyone that might feel that. Yeah. Um, the short backstory of that name is that Chase's family is the original settlers of his town, correct? Yeah, yeah, the the Lecklers
0: were some of the original settlers of New Glarus, right? So
2: there is no ill will behind the name, but it's just not something that we wanted to even give a shot of like bad press, you know. And we didn't want to be insensitive with our beer name. It's just a classic beer style, so given a classic name, everyone knows what they're getting. So,
4: and I'll give credit honestly. Like you guys say, like the sales team is the eyes and ears of the company, and I honestly have to give credit to like my couple of accounts that I've developed really good relationships with. I told them it was coming out, and I knew the name, and I told them, and they were both like, "Oh, like they gave pause and they oh, like, interesting." And so I was like, "Oh, I actually hadn't thought about that." So yeah,
2: that's something I love about our company too. Is that you know Wayne didn't even think twice to bring that up. Right. You brought it up to you right Chad? Yep.
0: Yeah, it's 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 one of those things that uh, I mean and, and hopefully that's evident to everyone <laughs> out there that that knows us and knows our company but it was a real quite frankly it was an easy decision. It was yeah. as soon as it was brought up it wasn't a uh, it, honestly it was a man that that sucks because the heart behind it is paying homage to to the Legler family but right. but everyone at this table agrees and understands yeah,
2: why with, with why we did that. Yep. Fresh sure. air.
0: Um, so that's so that's the that's what that's what changed. That's why it changed. Uh, it's the same beer, largely, right, Chase? Uh, talk a little bit about it. I know that's. I noticed you have a giant liter mug of it sitting right next to me. So and it's, and it's still not enough. It's <laughs> it is a fantastic. Beer. I
1: actually I actually forgot that we had it on tap and was like oh, I gotta get some Oktoberfest. Uh, yeah, it's it's the same recipe as last year. It's it's our it's our one uh, seasonal uh, beer that we do a double decoction on it, uh, which we talked about quite a bit in the past. Um, but yeah, it's, a, it's, it's all uh, German malt, all German hops. It's uh, true to style. It's a classical, classical uh, uh, German Oktoberfest. It kind of totes the line between, I would say, a Marzen and a, uh, you know, a, uh, a Fest beer. I'm glad, um,
0: you, I'm glad you mentioned that because I was going to dive in on that with you. What, yeah. When you, did you make this beer as something that, when you when you wrote this recipe, mm-hmm. was this something that you created because this is how you like your Oktoberfest to be? Uh, yeah, or, or, or was it, it? So it was that, right?
1: Yeah, selfishly, yes, because I, you know, like to have a f- maybe a couple liters of these during. I mean, that's my favorite. My favorite, uh, you know, festival is Oktoberfest. Uh, Same. New has always had a, a an awesome Oktoberfest. Um, it's a lot of fun, so mm-hmm. it's. It has you know enough body to to be you know the fest beer and almost toting line of the Martin, um, but it's not like a cloingly sweet viscous beer. I, I mean, they're good beers and I can have you know a, a pint of it, but I think an Oktoberfest, especially in America, America, <laughs> should be, um, should be uh, just a little more drinkable. So it's got the caramel malt going on. It's got the body and and the mouth from the decoction along with uh caramel malts from Weirman. um and then the base malt is a is a classic Pilsner uh malt as well from Weirman. um it's bohemian style uh so it's it's kind of so the recipe is developed to be a little bit softer on the caramel malts. Let the decoction kind of speak through a little bit um that just gives it that drinkability
0: at the end of it, it It's something. For me, it's something that always signifies a time of year. I I think it does for a lot of people. But uh, for me, as a sports fan in general, Oktoberfest always just feels like like college football to me. Every time it's college football season, I'm ready for Oktoberfest. Now today, I'll tell you today, it's a gloomy, nasty, dreary day, not overly hot. It's a perfect day for Oktoberfest. Uh Uh, What about for you guys outside? You know, it seems like every year... It's like a, a race to be first to market for Oktoberfest. For me, and this is something, Chase and I have talked about this a million times, I'd rather be right with it uh, than first with it, right? Uh, and and I, feel like, I feel like that's something that, that we did uh, with this beer. But, you know, I, I saw the first Oktoberfest on the shelf, I saw on like July 6th this year. I have no business drinking an Oktoberfest when it's A, 90 degrees outside or while I'm watching fireworks. Right. Uh, how hard is that for you guys in the field? Well, Chase, you want to say something real quick? Well, right? it's
4: it's
1: a hot topic for me because it's, you know, I Ooh, I'm glad I'm, it's a hot topic for me too.
2: Well, so. oh boy, you let's know, get the, spicy! Yeah, the, <laughs> let's do it.
1: Well, the breweries, you know, they keep going earlier and earlier, and I'm I'm guessing it's it's more, uh, it's it's more of the distribution side of it is them pulling them to be like, hey, we want it earlier and earlier, but it sucks because for a couple of reasons. Uh, probably the most important one to me is is that when Oktoberfest is supposed to be drank, you know, basically through the fall, in my opinion. So if all these breweries are releasing this beer in July and you're drinking the beer in October, it's, it's, it's going to be old. It's going to be aged out. Uh, so that's one aspect of it. Uh, but also, I just feel like the, the consumers don't need it to be this early. Like the breweries are driving it to become released earlier and earlier. And we shouldn't be like let's just pull the brakes. Um, it's ridiculous. I just think that we should be releasing it closer towards October.
0: Yeah, and you're right. And, and to that point, you know, we did it right. We we released it at the end of July. Yeah. But but I will tell you, I mean, it's a it's a push pull game for us because if we don't, I don't need to be first. But if we don't release ours till the end of August or September. We've now conditioned consumers that that by September, they're almost ready to be done drinking an Oktoberfest. And then the fear there is that we've now missed the window to sell this really great product.
4: I mean, in Cincinnati, Oktoberfest is a specific season, and it ends the third week of September when we have our Oktoberfest. So while everyone it's Oktoberfest and we think everyone wants to drink in October, actually, not many people – like, you want to kind of be out of it as a bar. Like, if you order some Oktoberfest – You want to be out by the festival is done because in Cincinnati, that festival like actually signifies the end of it for some reason. Yeah, which is bizarre, right? And part of that's because the distributors keep pushing it earlier and earlier. And on the sales side, I mean, people are at now that a couple of them have come out, they're asking me for it. Like they're putting up Oktoberfest displays. And the idea is, is you have it in big now and then it's kind of gone by the time Oktoberfest because... When you have a beer style that's named after a specific season or a specific festival after that's over, psh, done. I mean, it's true. Yeah. It's the Bach Fest thing, too. We all love box. I mean, love crushing Bachs, but the day after Bach Fest in Cincinnati, nobody in Cincinnati wants to drink. You have to call it a dark lager to try and sell it. <laughs> yeah, that's a,
3: that's a uh, discussion for another day that I'd like to get into, actually.
4: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, but, like, yeah, I think you just release it when it fits with your beer schedule.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, it's for sure a hot topic, and it's something that, you know, Chad, you bring up a discussion for a different day. I, th- I think I would love to see this become a big discussion amongst breweries in the area and yeah. not, to, you know, to Chase's point, you know, I, I think, and it's never going to happen, right, but it would take a large stand by every brewery in the city to go, you know what, I'm with all of you. This year we're not releasing our Oktoberfest until August 1st. Yeah, or or whatever that looks like. Right? I was referring
3: to Bach. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not not the uh, early release of Oktoberfest. Yeah, but actually, I'm such a fan of the Bach beer. Yeah, um,
0: yeah. I already miss William. Yeah. I wish yeah. he'd come back.
3: Exactly.
2: I don't. I don't want any Bachs after Bachfest because I realized that I had 12 Bachs at Bachfest. <laughs> and, oh yeah, and they're eight percent. Yeah, and I have a two day hangover afterwards. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Worst hangovers of my life are after Bachfest. Yeah, uh, you're I not I, wrong. I forgot.
2: Like I was. I mean, it was probably what eleven o'clock at Bachfest this year, and I was sauced, and I was. And like, confirm. Yeah, and uh-huh. I remember I was like, <laughs> I forgot that this beer is seven percent. Like it's oh god, it sneaks up on you.
0: I, I love though. I love the rich German heritage of Cincinnati. That we have the we have the ability. I mean, look. Let's face it. For for. The interests of our team for the abilities of our team, man chase you couldn 't have found a better city to to move and, right. and, and launch your dream with somebody <laughs> yeah. because, I mean obviously your logger game is is on point with your, your amazing team, but i think I think it obviously goes under the radar uh, just to, unless you 're from Cincinnati and you were born and raised here, just how rich the German heritage is here and and I think it 's really cool that there is this opportunity to continuously have a traditional German style beer on. And I love that we as a team, uh, are establishing a little bit of that consistently from everything from William goat, our Bach to Schwester, our Hefeweizen to, uh, Oktoberfest to Bruder, our Mm -hmm. Dunkelweizen. I mean, you can go down the line on this and, and I can't wait to see how that continues to evolve. I just, I just hope that, uh, the consumer continues to to will that. Along. I can't believe I, you.
4: I can't believe you left out Voss and Steam Boys. Well, operations. yeah, like, I mean, you're right. Yeah, I you're mean, right. There's so, so many that it's hard of, to remember yeah. all of them. As a salesperson, yeah, Voss should have been the first one out of my right, mouth. By at, the way, as a salesperson, <laughs> when I go and sell these beers, like if I know it's a place that cares that has. A, generally an older clientele I can talk about the like how true to German styles we are with our mm-hmm. styles and they can taste it and they're like oh yeah we no one has a culture in Cincinnati like that you know yeah, you're right we're, we're we're I'm we're replacing fine Stefan handles in some places because we're awesome. local yeah it know? was awesome
1: it was a good fit you know when you know designing the concept of the brewery and, I mean no matter where I would have been I would have designed it this way but <laughs> it's just such a great fit to have that that German heritage in the area and just to to, to boast that you know because I mean, there isn't really a lot of local breweries that, that are doing a lot of decoction brewing and, and true to style, you know, German old school styles. Um, so for me, it was just a, a win win because I get to brew what I love um, and we get to, you know, give the people of Cincinnati who have that German uh, heritage kind of a, a taste of what um, their ancestors would have tasted and whatnot. Totally.
0: And, and we, you and I talked about this earlier today. Specifically about Voss. See, now I have to try to like, lift it back up. <laughs> yeah, I'm digging right. out of the hole. This was a real conversation, but, but you know, one of the things Chase and I talked about, I, I'm trying to be a little healthier right now because mm-hmm. I put on the COVID-19 Taco Bell, <laughs> get at your boy. Come on. Right. Wait, still, have we still anything? Haven't heard anything? Nothing. All yeah. right, lost cause. Know,
2: It's not a lost cause, Daniel. Wayne did have my back though. On the half and half Taco Bells, he texted me. He's like, "The Taco Bell slash KFC is the only place where you can get where you, where you can get a taco and dip it in gravy." <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you want a hard
4: taco and dip it mashed potatoes and gravy, boy, huh. Dude. that actually does sound good. Yeah, it's <laughs> incredible. It's the fries and That's the frosty. Absolutely. It's the fries and the frosty of.
2: Wayne gave me like, the perfect opportunity to use one of my favorite gifts, the like, Michael Scott one where he like, bangs the table, thank you. That's, like, that's the only <laughs> thing yep. I sent to him after that text <laughs> that, that is the perfect yeah. gift for that moment. I, I didn't realize I was going to be like 1v3 in the like, Taco Bell half <laughs> other restaurants, but I was, I feel, I I was feel dying like we on just, that story. I feel
0: like every podcast we post now, we just need to at Taco Bell. Right. Yeah. Dude, I did love when you posted about it, though. It was Taco Bell. What's up? You know, or it was sup, right.
2: yeah. It's very millennial Adam, of me. I was me. picturing the yeah. Adam <laughs> Divine gif yeah. where he sits there and he just goes, sup. Yeah. Are,
4: are you tagging Yum Brands as well? Like You got to uh, start oh, going after the yeah. losses. Yeah. Yum you Brands would have been a good one. I, I like that.
2: that. I'll go back and tag them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anyway,
0: so so I've been trying to be a little bit more healthy. And uh, one of the things I told Chase was when I do have a, a, a cheat day and I'm, I'm drinking some beer, I, all I want is Voss. Mm-hmm. And it, it's because it... it a, it tastes like a beer, mm-hmm. and it's a really damn good beer. But, uh, you know, that, that to me is something that is really cool about the beers that, that we are putting out right now. And, frankly, there's several breweries now in Cincinnati that I think are doing a pretty good job mm-hmm. of releasing classical styles um, well. And, yeah. and I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it. This Oktoberfest is just the next example of that. Let's talk about one more beer that hit this week. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Frosted, dog, uh, uh, <laughs> peach apricot frosted. So Wayne, let's just let's let's just get it out of the way. Yeah,
2: uh, there are ten frosteds we've released to date. Uh huh. I need your ranking. Don't, don't don't you don't have to go one through ten, but hit us with like are your you, top I, three or five. Can I
4: just pull up the list? Because of course, I, do you, you have so, the list? Well, I pulled it up on tap. I was I was, saying, I could I was talking with somebody about it. And, and for um, those
0: that are listening that may maybe or maybe not have have listened to the Frosted podcast, Frosted
2: is our milkshake IPA. Mm-hmm. I think uh, we had six at that point, or maybe uh, five, uh, five or six. Yeah, yeah, it was somewhere in there. Um, which is, it's crazy to think they were are already on ten, dude. I love
0: it. I, I love so. We just went on a, a whole rant about how well we can do German style. Right picks. now, we're
4: talking about, <laughs> and and we
0: can now pivot right and go into our our milkshake IPA series, which is a top five brand for us and a it's, completely different consumer. That's right. That's right. right. So kudos to to our production team, Chase. I mean, you guys. It, it really is a testimony to how you and Luke balance each other out w- with your team. Yeah, well, we got
1: to, I mean, our, our, our team is un- unbelievable and it is truly a, a team effort to, yes. to, to do what we're doing.
0: I mean, w- we sit in our, our operations meeting and we have, you know, people who like everything from peach apricot frosted to Voss being their favorite beer yep. that we do. So, it, so it's okay. a lot of fun. Um, real quick, I'm going to do this because I just got to get out of the way, okay? I'll go, I'll go my top three. Wayne, I want to hear your top five. Okay, Perfect. I've only had five of them. Okay. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Even better. Uh, so my, my top three in this order would be Peony colada, key lime, peach apricot. And then honorable mention number four is Orange
4: Julius.
2: Okay. So yeah, that that it, would be my top three. It's probably in my top five.
0: A peach apricot. Yeah, I really like it. For those of you that that know frosted and haven't had it, you got. I mean, it's unbelievable. Now, granted, I am. uh, I'm a sucker. I
4: love peach and apricot. Right,
0: I'm a sucker for any anything with peach in it. When I was a home brewer. Peach was my favorite fruit to brew with.
4: Doug, I have two gallons of peaches and peaches ice cream from <laughs> for my freezer right now. Like, like, That's awesome. <laughs> so, All right, so hit me with it. I that. have not had blueberry, raspberry, or cherry, Okay, so I didn't have those. Okay. So I could tell you, number one with a bullet is peach apricot. Okay. Like, yep. for sure, it's nice. everything okay. I want. Like, you still get hops in it. It's not overly sweet. It's, like, very fruit forward. I think apricot's heavy on the nose. Peaches heavy through the flavor. Like, I, I love it. After that comes Key Lime Frosted. Love yep. Key Lime. I did too. Like, it's just, I think it's an incredible beer. And then Strawberry, I really, really liked as well um, because it was, again, so much, like, fruit forward. Yep. After that goes Mango and then goes Pina Colada. Oh,
0: I, Orange Julius, not in your top five. Hot take.
4: I thought, well, I mean, I like Orange Julius. I thought that one was too sweet for me. Okay. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, nice. I like when you can really kind of get some hop in the milkshake IPA. And that one was just a little too, I mean, I really like the flavor. I thought, you know, but it's just too, not, not more milkshake than IPA. Totally.
0: I agree with you. It's why it's not, it's not in my top three, but Mm -hmm. I, I loved it. It's Mm -hmm. just different. It was very different than the other. Now come at me with
4: orange, Julius, you betcha, and then we'll have a different story. Well, you know, <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. Uh, that might be coming. That's but. like the number one beer I get requested out in the market. It's unbelievable. Uh-huh. I mean, that, we, we,
0: you drop three kegs of it in random places, and it seems like the whole city uh-huh. knows about it. It's uh-huh. crazy. Uh-huh. I'm excited about that.
4: So, all right, so that that Frosted uh, hits this week. Some places today, right? Yeah, you're it, right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. It's in Taproom, and then your retail partners are starting to get it today.
0: Yep. So so it's a big week,
4: uh, big week for new beers.
0: Uh, Chase, you guys are, are just continuing to crush it there. The cool thing now is as an organization, we have a little bit of stability with beers that we can expect to release at certain times uh, despite everything that's going on right now. So that's been fun. Um... And and uh, Oktoberfest will certainly be in my top three of consumption for the next three months, yep. which is mm-hmm.
2: great. I'm stoked to do my, I think a lot of people do it, um, but go to Kroger and do like the mixed pack of Absolutely. like every single Oktoberfest. Oh, that's a great oh, call yeah. out. Yeah, that's so Oktoberfest. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, I think I'm going to wait like another week or two because I think there's still some that haven't come out. I know most sure. are, but I think like some of the big brands haven't. Like, I don't think Sierra Nevada's is out, theirs is one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, theirs is out. Oh, it is? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Is well, any,
4: anyone that's with uh, that distributor, all theirs are out. So, maybe, so I,
0: maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Sierra does mm-hmm. a collaboration every year with a German brewery. Who did they mm-hmm. ch- choose this year? Do you know?
4: I don't remember what I saw it in the boxes and the displays. It's uh,
0: it's always one of my favorite collabs of the I'll year. I'll bet
4: it's Bitburger because they just did that collab with Bitburger oh, that's for a good the call. triple hopped. That was thing. a really good beer.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. It, it, yeah. Um, right. But I, I always wait. I, I have to wait until it's a little bit cooler but i do the same thing every year actually chase and i one year did a a blind bracket Oktoberfest tasting do you remember what one chase yeah i think goose island it was goose island yeah Yeah. their fest beer that's a good one it was
4: shout out to
1: jerry jankowski he was the
2: brewmaster at the time that's right Uh, a good friend of yours
4: i I actually just bought a six pack of weinstefan fest beer Uh, (laughs) so yeah i I mean the the
2: the ones from germany are just next level Yeah. yeah so good uh, so, yeah, that's a, a great
0: call-out, Danny. Uh, our Oktoberfest our uh, is available in uh, Everywhere. T- 12 Kroger stores and then every other bottle shop mm-hmm. uh, in the area, Jungle Gems, mm-hmm. you know. We, yep. we could, it's all very them, available O'Brien's, for sure. cappies, yep. yeah, Junk, uh BC's, you name it. Yep, all of them. Um, so <clears throat> let's dive into you a little bit, Wayne. So, yeah. um, Can I have one of those beers? Yeah, yeah of course. Yes. yes. A little Blanc. <laughs> Is that what it is? Yeah. All right. Can today? Uh, oh yeah, that's does, a fresh boy. Doesn't get any fresher. Yeah. Literally. Literally. <laughs> uh, so Wayne, you've yeah. been with us now for how long?
4: Seven months. Okay. December. Wow, that's right? crazy. Yeah. Man. That's crazy. Dude, him so, and
2: JP were talking about that the other day. Like how long mm, they've been here. It's, it's pretty cool. It's nuts. Yeah. yeah. Wild. Uh, you, you
0: were, uh, what I like to say, uh, an addition to, uh, what I feel like is our, just our dream team, right? Um, <laughs> thanks. You, you knew many of our team before you were here. Oh yeah. Um, friends just through the beer industry and, mm-hmm. and through other things, including myself. Yep. Um, and we got to hang out a few times before.
4: JBF. Like, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. Some, some festivals around the city, mm-hmm. all over town. Um, for us, what we always are really keen on, you know, we're, we're interviewing some, some candidates now for a position, and uh, we like to go through multiple rounds of the interview process because for us, it's before anything. I, I can teach someone beer if I feel like I need to, which I didn't need to with you, but we, we can teach. Our team can teach beer. What you can't teach is a culture fit. Exactly. Um, and I feel like from day one, after even meeting you, uh, it was evident you would have been a great culture fit. But, oh, yeah. So you were, talk a little bit about your background in beer. Okay. Uh, and then And then we'll get into you. Yeah.
4: I mean, That's I've always, so I guess beer, like really started for me when I was in college. I worked at this, bar called Brennan's which was like this cool it was a cigar scotch and wine bar so it's like they actually made their own cigars you can look it up they're called Durango cigars and they fill them with pipe tobacco as opposed to like leaf tobacco so like burns really smoothly like they're really good he's a I'm, I'm
0: wanting you to look at me, but the moment oh. has passed. Well, I was listening to Wayne. I'm but
4: uh, Durango Cigars. So the pl- the place was called Brennan's. A couple brothers owned it. It was a nice shop and on so me and my buddies all worked there. They built out a basement that was like a speakeasy accidentally because the entrance was behind the register. It's just a door back there. It looked like a service closet and then you walk <laughs> down and then like everyone's like, Oh we love your speakeasy. You're like, Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a speakeasy. Like, <laughs> of course it is. Yeah, yeah but, that was totally my Yeah, a password or whatever.
2: Yeah, that's something uh, you went into for sure. Yes. <laughs>
0: yes.
4: Yeah, it was definitely like one of the best jobs I had. Like I loved it. it was an incredible job. Like made so much money. Great people. A lot of fun. Like a, a, just a good college job experience. And we would drink. Like it was all import, so it wasn't. It wasn't like so much craft then. Schlafly was the only craft. Is this was in St. Louis? So it was just yes. all Schlafly. Um, I
2: forgot that you went to Slough. Yeah, I actually yeah. did, too. I, I yeah. Realized yeah, so I went
4: to Slough, and I was in there. and Underrated
2: uh, Beer Town, I Oh
4: yeah. Like. Well, now, back then, it was just like Bud. I mean, Bud had the stranglehold on everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, so uh, I worked there, but it was just all imports. So, like, 1660, Cronenberg, 1664, like, Hogarden. I had, I had cases of Hogarden, like, all the time. Had to do the special pour and all that crap. So, um, drank there, loved it. Came back to Cincinnati, and I I don't really remember like I know I never drank domestics, but I remember like really loving like a beat of Purple Haze, you know, like that's I just like I remember drinking like tons of like Magic Hat number nine and just like all these like classics. I I always drank that stuff, not like purposefully. It was just like what I liked to drink. Um, And then actually, my wife we would go to motor down and I would get like a beat of purple haze when we first started dating and she would get like two hearted and she would always make fun of me. Cause it's like, because whenever they delivered those beers to us, it was always the two hearted was to me and the purple haze was to her and we had to switch it like without fail every time. And I didn't, so I started like drinking two hearted with her until like kind of get, and that was like the first like craft beer that I really like fell in love with. And then I went to, started going to like beer releases just like went to listerman waited in line i think the first one i went to was i think it was brass monkey i think it was okay. like the, i think the first brass monkey i think that was our first one or whatever but i went there fiona like all of those met friends and just kind of got into craft beer and then uh i wanted to get a job in beer and i was working so i I, through all of this I was a teacher for seven years and I worked at GE for three years so when I was getting into craft beer I was working at GE and I started bartending um at Queen City Exchange downtown that oh, was like yeah. so I was there when it opened uh I was one of the first bartenders I bartended just because I thought it was like gonna be a craft beer bar they have tons of craft beer clientele ended up being a little bit like late night college crowd which wasn't yep. I didn't get to like sit and like pontificate about beer with people I was pouring like Red Bull tequilas or whatever, right. you know, just <laughs> right. like yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah, yeah. Uh, so then that,
0: that uh, the concept of that beer is so fun though, or yeah. uh, that bar. Sorry, that, I love uh,
4: Pat Daffin, who owns it with the other guys. Like incredible team, they run a really good bar. And Xavier it's like, grads. yeah, all Zayvigrads, oh, really? yeah. uh-huh. okay. and they like. Except for Pat was a um, Clemson grad, okay. So they're, oh, they're 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 a Clemson like watch party for everything. Oh really? What? Oh yeah. They they like host like official Clemson watch parties anytime they're in any type of like championship for any school like all the time. Huge Clemson following
0: there. Dude, that's great for you to know because that's a fun bar too. It's oh really yeah, that's fun. A great so like the, you and Brick would love that.
4: They group beers together, and as one beer sells, the other beers prices go down, and that beer's price goes up like a stock market. Yes. So it'll change, yeah. and then they can crash the market where everything goes down. to like two bucks for like 30 seconds it's like oh you gotta fun. get your orders in like oh that. that's yeah. a, that's so, that's it's, such a good idea it's, it's so really creative it's yeah. so cool it's a yeah. fun interactive drink so i worked there loved it but then tafts was opening their brewporium and so i actually like got a job there as a bartender like when it opened and worked there and worked there forever and then got a job doing events with them because i ran comedy shows there and then they trans- transitioned me into sales very quickly and so I was sales did that for a year and a half, and then at Tafts. Yeah, at Tafts, yep. yep.
0: So you talked about running comedy shows. So talk a little bit about that. So yeah. So and then we'll then we'll we'll kind of like rewind and fast back. From yeah, 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 yeah. So is that something you have? You actually have a business yep. out of this that you run on the side. Yep. Was comedy always something for you, or was this something you just picked up?
4: I mean, when I was a kid, my mom says like five years old when you ask kids like what do you want to be when you grow up like I would always say comedian like stand up oh, comedian like said that's it all awesome. the time like used to steal the microphone at weddings and tell like dad jokes and stuff like that <laughs> just you know uh, you're so, that guy yeah well, definitely was that guy <laughs> so uh, like loved writing sketches and like doing like the high school like variety show, talent shows or whatever like I emceed them like all that kind of stuff so
0: who's your did, favorite comedian
4: oh uh, I don't know. You don't have a favorite? <laughs> I don't really have That wasn't on the uh, that wasn't on the preloaded yeah. questions, by the way. I have lots of <laughs> comedic idols. I like a lot of I like a lot of comedians. Um, I don't know if I have. You know, you know, I think tough. is
0: hilarious. I'm curious to get your take. I yeah. think Kevin Hart is hilarious. I love Kevin Hart. Yeah. I mean,
4: I wouldn't call him like an influence of mine, but yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, honestly, I think if I'm going to go, I'm going to say Bill Burr. I can oh, I, I, yes. I can, good, I can watch choice. anything yeah. Bill Burr does. I think he's incredible. Yeah. Like I I, I like Burt Kreischer a lot. Uh, I just think he's like the type of comedy I like to do. Pete Holmes is another guy. It's like you know
0: what you you actually have a lot of similarities to Burt Kreischer. I feel like yeah. I feel
3: I've, that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. yeah, so he's th- actually doing this podcast with his shirt off right,
0: yeah.
5: right now. Yeah, awesome.
3: <laughs> all the time is the machine. It's yeah. really yeah. weird. Uh-huh. Yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I talk about my two daughters. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's that's I can I, that's great. Yeah, so I I uh I, I, man I th- I got back from college. I didn't really have any friends here. Like they, they, you know, all my friends were in college, and all my like high school friends weren't back. So I just went to go bananas and hung out. And then I asked one guy like, "How do you do comedy?" He's like, "You just sign up and do it." And then I signed up and did it. Now that that's was, really the that's uh, the
0: genesis uh, of, huh? eleven
4: years ago. Like that's pretty awesome. I started and so now I run I own Bombs Away Comedy. I didn't start it, but like. I didn't buy it from anyone; just kind of shifted hands, and I, it's later with me. And I run comedy shows all over Cincinnati. I did stuff at Tash for a long time. Still working on how that all works out in COVID, and we don't really feel comfortable running inside comedy shows. And I don't think the audiences are there for it. Um, but I'm working with the Comet and doing stuff outside there, North Side uh, and Chameleon, also in Northside. So the
0: Comet is is the bar. That That's you,
4: yeah, yeah, the Comet's like my bar. It's shout, shout out to Dave, like best bar in Cincinnati. If you've never been there. I put it down everywhere. Like, upstairs they have a jukebox that they curate, like, that's free play. So it's just free play jukebox that they curate. Um, they do tacos, burritos, all that stuff. Awesome. They have brunch on Sundays. It's like a di- clean dive bar. It's what everybody wants. They have like old bevadors that hold their cans and stuff like that. Yeah, incredible bar. It That's is a super
2: awesome. rad bar for sure. And we're actually working on uh, a comedy show here. Yep. Yeah. It's so the- how how can so – so you talk
0: about we're doing a comedy mm-hmm. show here. You talk about the Comet. Mm-hmm. There, there, uh, there's a lot of changes in the environment right now. How can folks follow...
4: Just Bombs Away Comedy. So everything on Instagram, Facebook. We have a website at or, you know, BombsAwayComedy.com. All of our tickets are for sale there. All of our events are listed. So uh, pretty much every show requires at least a reservation. Most of them require tickets just because comedians haven't been working as long as everybody else. So we want to like try and be able to pay them. It takes a lot more care to put on a show to make sure it's safe. So we just want to make sure that everyone's motivated to do the right thing. Um, so, yeah, I'm, everything's there at bombswaycomedy.com. It's all there. Yeah, awesome. I, I
2: will say, too, so my friend and I went to a show that Wayne was a part of. You didn't yeah. host that one, right? You no. just were featured on yeah. it? Very funny. It oh, was awesome. I had a blast. Yeah. Um, it it was at Tafts. It was well run. Um, yeah. The headliner was very funny. What was his name again? I apologize. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's on <laughs> That's me. That's okay. He was very funny, though. Yeah. And Wayne was awesome. I mean, Wayne's Verizon joke, I like tell people now. <laughs> it's so, so funny. funny. <laughs> it's so funny. Hit me with it.
4: Uh, my wife and I, uh, oh, my wife and I have been, oh, we just got married. And uh, it's going to be weird to say it like this, but I'll say it. Uh, so my wife <laughs> and I just got married and uh it's like one of those marriages like doesn't matter i mean it matters yeah. like it totally matters but like it's like it was like the next day was just like a tuesday because we've been together for so long like right. we lived together for eight years we uh are, you know we would lived together for eight years we've been verizon married for four years which is if that's just when you sign a verizon friends and family contract uh <laughs> together uh saves money but uh uh Tricks, jokes on them because we were neither technically. Barely liked each other. <laughs> Stay, stayed together for the dogs. So they say that you should marry your best friend, and I say you should marry somebody that was grandfathered into Verizon's unlimited data plan. That's <laughs> <So
2: good>. More <laughs> important than healthcare So, and that's that's very funny. But like the version like on stage was hysterical. Yeah. We were cackling. It was so funny. I talk, well, yeah, and yeah. I just put him on the spot. Right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, everything's. I so tell I tell you, joke funny man. Yeah, I, I mean, I usually, Which is got to be the worst thing, thing ever.
4: Clown. I usually tell people to fuck off, but most of them are my president <laughs> of the company. So, <laughs> sorry, you have to bleep that. Sorry, I don't. I mean. <laughs> no, that's fine. Dance, monkey, yeah, dance. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yes, Mr. President, I will. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> so
0: so now, so yeah. Yeah, that still happens, right? Yep. You, you do all your comedy stuff, but that's, that's what keeps you going, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, your, your day job. Yeah, uh, which is also a huge passion of yours, this beer. Yeah, and it, it happens to be here with us, and yep. we're fortunate and lucky to have you. So your so tell uh, talk to us a little bit about your role today and, yeah. and how you ha- how you interact or, or what do I do know, here? Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what would you say you do, do, here? do. here?
4: All right, Bob. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, so I'm the sales rep uh, for basically downtown Cincinnati and like Clifton Northside. And then I tell everyone everything west of 75 all the way up through Hamilton. So um, that's kind of like my northern most region. Um, sell to all the, you know, a lot of the Kroger's, not a lot, like five of the Kroger's, but then a bunch of the, all the bottle shops and all the places in that area that you buy Sonder beer. It is buying it basically from me. And then. Um, all the bars and restaurants downtown, so if you go downtown, uh, we have a lot of great partners downtown um, that, that you know, constantly support us, and uh, yeah, those are all my accounts, so I, I go out and I, you know, building distribution points, like really trying to make sure that we can get as much Sonder beer in front of the customers and put it in the best spot possible, and a lot of that's just, like, constantly visiting, so there's a target that I go to, and She's like, "Yeah, we're putting up a giant beer display here." And I was like, "Okay, cool." She's like, "You're the only rep that I ever talked to." So, That's awesome. so do you want it?" I was like, "Sure." She's like, "It's 6 4-foot shelves that you can fit seven or like six six-packs deep." I was like, "Cool." sent in 25 cases, like, (laughs) barely filled it. Like, it was, like, one-facing. I was like, cool, I guess I got to send it double, you know? So, uh,
2: but... It's like music to Chad's ears. Yeah, Yeah. but it's, like, that's kind of
4: what I do and just kind of build the relationships with all the people that are responsible for buying and displaying our beer, and you know? Because we don't have a distributor, so we don't have a lot of, like, big distributor money to, like, you know, not... uh, Whatever it does, you know, and sponsor things, and you know, sponsor big events and give away kayaks or whatever. So a lot of our success just because people want to buy beer for me and they want to buy Sonder beer. Like I'm in the door because we have incredible beer, yeah. And then they continue to buy because they. Can fathom talking to me every week about beer. You know, yeah, like yeah. that's really it. Hey, what You're I the, heard
0: out of that, Chad, if if you could uh, buy a kayak and let Wayne uh, <laughs> sell that or, or give that to one of his customers, that'd be great. <laughs> no. yeah. You can't expense it, but you, if you could just buy a kayak. Yeah, from, that'd be they're great. like
4: three hundred bucks these days. or Whatever. Yeah, no big deal. So
2: what about a paddleboard? I feel like your uh, customers would like a paddleboard. No one wants anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Wayne is the. It, I talked about it when we talked about our favorite beer experiences. Ordering a Sonder beer at a bar is one of my favorite things to do. I'll never, like, I don't, be, because we can get beer as employees at a discount here, you know, I'll order all my cans here. But, like, if I'm at a bar, like, I am always ordering a Sonder beer if I have it. And I hang out in his territory, so it's always one of my favorite things. And I got to pump Wayne a little bit. He does give himself enough credit for how creative he really is. I feel like every Friday he comes in here for the sales meeting and then stops by the marketing crew to, like, pitch a couple ideas. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't always run with them just because, you know, we only have so many right. things to, like, put money towards. But uh, we do have a Voss shirt coming out soon that says, that's awesome on the back. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. (laughs) Wayne, Wayne Wayne Manet deserves 100% of the credit for that.
0: Yeah. I'd like to hear Chad's perspective of that because sometimes you'll, so you'll leave after a Friday sales meeting, right? And I'll just look at, I'll look at Chad and I'll be like, do you have to reel Wayne in today?
2: Because the the mind is always turning. Yeah. And that's a great thing, by the way, that's Mm -hmm. that's a
0: compliment. That's not a, uh, that's, that's like, You know, if we had unlimited budget, it's like. Dude, Wayne would be pitching fifty percent of our ideas.
4: Well, we'd, we'd, we'd have
2: him on the marketing team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't,
4: and I'm, all, I come from a place where like I have no mind for what your guy, what the budget is. I have no idea what that even looks like. So I'm just like, well, I'll throw you the ideas, and if, if you think they're great, go for them. Like I don't, I don't need to hide anything. Like yeah. just
2: yeah. And I, and I don't want you to stop. I know we right. like, I know Absolutely. sometimes I have to, man, we can't do that. Right. Like as much as I want to, but like, keep them coming for right. sure. Because one day we will. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And that's 100%. something
0: you know, Chad. You can speak to this a little bit, but that's something where. You know, I, I, to to piggyback on Danny a little bit and giving you a lot of credit here, that's something where I love the energy you bring to our sales team where we sit at a meeting and you're not shy about or afraid to say, hey, either A, here's what my customers are saying, you guys need to know, right. or B, hey, this is a really good idea that somebody brought up or I thought of mm-hmm. or somebody, like, are, where are we on this? You know, mm-hmm. I, I think, for example, you know, one of the things that... So our can line doesn't have the ability to do skinny cans like a seltzer, like a, like right. a White Claw, right? right. Uh, everybody knows what I'm talking about, right. right?
4: It's like impossible to do. Yeah, we don't physically have the parts it's, to do it's it. It's not just like changing out like, oh, now you just set these cans down. Like right,
0: no. right. And every, I love it, right? <laughs> People are like, well, why didn't you just do this? Or Impossible. Everybody, <laughs> has, everybody has an idea, right? And I remember sitting upstairs with Chad. Chad, you can speak to this a little bit. Oh yeah. This was yes, this yeah. was a very tough conversation because it was twelve or sixteen ounce cans for our seltzer. And and <laughs> Chase is in the background. He's like, I don't really give a shit. You just gotta tell me what to do. <laughs> and Chad's like, Well, my team is saying this, and I'm gonna fight for my team. And I'm like, Well, I don't know why. I need evidence or I need this. And Danny's like, Well, let's do some some <laughs> some market research. So some some, they, gorilla, some gorilla market research. He yeah. did a great job. He texted five friends. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, literally <laughs> just, I, I literally just
2: like, no, I should have called like my right. like, my favorite yeah, seltzer right. friends. I was just like, so hypothetically, if we did this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but what it boiled down to was, and Wayne, you were integral in this. You were, you were relaying information to, to mm-hmm. Chad, to yep. your boss, and saying, here's why I feel this. And you were—it was to—to to use a term we use often—it was a pillar you were willing to die on. You were very, very strongly, yeah, for that. And I'm proud of that. I'm—I'm right. gl- I'm glad.
3: Well, yeah. And Chad,
0: no. you, you fought for it.
3: Yeah, and you know, there, there's a lot of times that I have to do that. And uh, what's so great about my team, you know, not just Wayne, is they all have a background in this industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you were talking earlier about we can teach anybody beer, I was that guy. Right? Yeah, right. Like my background is in real estate information and technology. I do have a sales background, but also data and analytics. Yep. And so it's a right fit for the job that I have. Mm-hmm. But I lean so heavy on this team and their expertise and their input. Well, and they're so not they're just not afraid to to give that input. And you know, sometimes it's a tough like I don't feel like there's ever a no. It's just not right now. Right. Right. Yeah.
4: yeah. Well, and I feel like, I mean, I feel like my ideas are, that's part of the culture fit. That's one of the reasons why I came here is because I knew like, even if not everything's acted upon, like we all have str- strong ideas and in any business or industry, like you have strong ideas and it's just like, it doesn't always get to go the way that you want. Cause there's a lot of other information you might not know about what's happening, you know, like totally, you know, it's like I, so it, it, that's one of the things that's like really inviting about working here is like, yeah, it's like bringing the ideas like, bring them and when you have one we're like no I think it's a big mistake like (laughs) right I I don't die on every hill I pick the ones to die on and when I'm like no 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 like for real like (laughs) 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 listen if you look at every failed seltzer in Cincinnati they're all in 12 ounce cans and that was like the biggest piece of evidence for me is like no one's releasing them in just 16 ounce cans
2: we don't have a bunch of yes people on this team we don't it's, it's a lot of people that you know feel comfortable voicing their opinion and letting us know where their heads are at. And it's a kudos to everyone here on building that type of culture where, you know, we do collectively make decisions. We don't have you, Justin coming from the top down and be like, no, no, this is what we're doing. It's like, no, everything is a conversation. Everything is a group effort. And Mm -hmm. we all just, we make a decision, we stick to it and we run with it. So what, now what, right? We don't second guess it. We just like, all right, this is what we did. We made a decision. It was a thoughtful decision, whether it was based on numbers, feedback from the field, from the production team, and we're able to run with it and we feel confident about it. You know, Justin, you and I always talk about how we're never going to have a baseline for anything. Like, like literally never. (laughs) That's how it feels, right? COVID finally felt like we were getting there and then, you know, bars yeah. are shut down or I'm they're just not like, shut down or. I'm emotionally hedging and telling myself that we'll never have a baseline that's fair so that's like fair. the only thing that we can do is listen to the feedback of all of our team and that's make right. a collective mm-hmm. decision from every aspect whether it's sales marketing production etc you know mm-hmm. and that's what I love about our team and Wayne's a huge example of that he's not afraid to voice his opinion Thanks, he's, an, he's an active <laughs> member in every sales and marketing meeting we always get feedback from Chad after their sales meetings it's A collective thing it's not just people in power making decisions which i love
1: yeah and i think that's important for you know all the departments is that everybody has uh the freedom to express their ideas concerns um i I think it's such a disadvantage to to not just brewers but just companies in general Mm -hmm. right um to have that dictator mentality because there's so many good people like and you bring good people into the brewery and you let them grow and they have these ideas and and concepts and different visions that you just don't see and view, and I think it's just it it'd be so stagnant you know to to not allow that uh that type of mentality in a company i i feel yeah it's one hundred
2: it's one hundred percent a culture thing yeah like, for sure like we've built it it's not an easy thing to build, yeah. but we crafted a great team we're yeah. crafting a great it's you know Crafted and crafting, you know, we well, have a great and, and team. And by the way, it does, that doesn't get easier. I know, right? Not at
0: all. So, no. so what's tough when you have a culture like that? What's tough is when you have a mindset set in your mind, and you realize the people around you don't have the same mindset. And when you open that stuff up, then what happens is things might change from how you envisioned it, right? And obviously, I'm speaking to myself. But there are times where I'm, I'm thinking a certain way, I realize that I was wrong, which mm-hmm. I'm wrong a lot. And right. absolutely, yep. right? Well, that's, and that's the beauty of having a collective mindset and the ability to do that is, you know, I, Chase, I've talked about this multiple times. Thank God I had three business partners through the construction phase and through the startup of this. Sondra would have looked a hell of a lot different. Yep. Yeah. And, and... Yep. And it wouldn't be what it is today. You know, Mm -hmm. for example, day one, fortunately, I had Chase's experience where he's like, dude, if we're going to spend this much money on a 15 barrel brew house, double it and go to 30, you're not going to spend double the cost. And otherwise, you're going to want to double your size really quickly. By the way, he was right.
2: Yeah. Right.
0: We've already added tanks and we're less than two years old. So, so I, I use that as an example um and, and and we can use as many as we want. You know, Chad has brought great ideas just from his, his data background. I always like to say that I'm like the spreadsheet king just because it's like one thing I feel like I can hang my hat on. Yeah. And then we bring in Chad, and yeah. he shows me something else. I'm like, well, did you do this? And he's like, oh, you
2: mean this? Control R, X, blah, blah, blah. I know it's bullshit. I'm third now. <laughs>
4: yeah.
0: like, I'll, ch- I'll challenge you for Hold that. Hold on. Did you, Let's go. Are you questioning? the? F- are you saying Chad's above me? I don't think so. Don't no, do this. I'm, I'm saying I'm third. I don't want to get right, into but this. I, I don't, but I, don't, I need don't. to
2: know who's number one. No, I'm not. I'm not so where st- am I I'm at? So where, where am I in
1: this?
5: Well,
0: I, you're a <laughs> solid fourth. You're right behind Danny, I think.
3: I am the worst. I, it, it took me half an hour to get on a Zoom call.
0: Dude, there. that was the best this morning. I'm going to side tangent this. We had a Zoom call with our accounting group this morning, and... <laughs> Chase comes up with the zoom on his phone and he has the mic on with my mic on, but he's sitting next to me and it's, you know, it's doing that noise. And Chase is just looking at us like he doesn't even realize it's him. I'm like, dude, you're going to have to mute. And he goes, Oh, I'm gonna have to mute, and then you hear it like echo. And, then, and <laughs> the, the, the person who was hosting the event was just literally she had her she's like dying laughing. She has to cover her mouth. She's laughing so hard and just shaking her head. <laughs> well, and I didn't realize too
1: that I was on I was, that I made it on the Zoom, and like I I, I wheeled away. So I'm like wheeling away and like,
0: <laughs> like <laughs> in my chair just like right <laughs> right after, right after <laughs> the, the, the call client. was done. Haley goes. You have to excuse Chase. He, this is his second day at the internet. <laughs> These are like big COVID problems. <laughs> but, it, you know, to, to tie bow on that piece of the conversation, you're right. And that's it, bringing someone like Wayne into our team was the easiest decision we could have ever made. But without the right culture, Wayne, I, I mean, you, you have a, and this is the most positive compliment. This is not negative. You have a very headstrong positive mentality uh which i can relate to right and if you don't have the right people around you to foster and accept that Uh what it can feel like is you're just ramming your head against a wall
4: i mean it's why i've left most of the jobs that i've left
0: yeah and and so keep it coming we love it Uh, and everybody listening when you see the tagline that's vossum
4: uh, Wayne just Memet. know that came yeah. from
0: Wayne Memmert. We'll do like the Circle R trademark when it's done, right. and then we'll just put in parentheses Wayne Memet
4: <laughs> No, that's uh, my gift to you all. You guys, can have it. thank you for including for me as part of your family. It's yours. It's fine. I'm all gonna
2: right. I'm gonna hook you up with a t-shirt. Heck yeah! yeah that, that's that va- that's va- va- what it's worth. Was a t-shirt. Yeah. That, that that's Really? That's me. the best you're gonna do is a t-shirt. That's what he said. He's he said like, like, like <laughs> look, like I just want a t-shirt. Like, I just want one. That's yeah. it. I got to yeah. work on your negotiating. And skills I can do that. You're <laughs> really creative. I just I'm need you to be a better negotiator. <laughs> I'm good at ideas, bad at business. <laughs> All right, let's let's have
0: some fun with the rest of this uh, the rest right. of this podcast. Let's let's get to know you a little bit outside of beer and comedy.
4: Yeah. Okay. Let's do it.
0: So, uh, for those listening, uh, I have preloaded some questions here that I want to ask Wayne. Uh, most of these, not all of these, uh, we've covered with everyone else at the table, Mm -hmm. but I feel like this could really dive into some surprises and questions.
4: Oh yeah. So, uh,
0: let's just start really quickly off the top. Uh, you were drinking Cato when we started the podcast. Yes. What's your favorite Sonder beer?
4: Easy. It's like so Easy. Midwest Hayes, nah, like ah, number, my one, man. number one with the my bullet, man. for sure. Really,
2: really playing to the crowd with that one. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not.
4: <laughs> I think it's like, honest. And I, <laughs> He did his
2: homework, Danny. No, <laughs> I'm not.
4: <laughs> when I heard about the beer, like before we started selling, I was like, oh, like I'm sales all the time is kind of what I'm thinking about. Like it's actually like a perfect beer. And I, yeah. and I can defend that because it's a beer that y- you take away the idea of just like pale ale like pale ale is kind of like a taboo thing in the industry but it's kind of boring it's kind of boring but if you have new england which is like a super exciting so you have new england pale ale which is like kind of exciting unique style a hop that nobody else can get it's five and a half percent it's like for me i mean it's a lower calorie beer compared to a lot of the other like things that i'm drinking you can drink six of them and you're like fine. You know, like, you know, it's not your, your night's not over or whatever. So I just I think it's like a perfect beer. It's, it's easy for me to sell.
0: And, and just for those listening who maybe have tried it once and didn't like it, you actually didn't care for it at first.
4: No, I thought it was way too green. Like I thought it I was like super vegetal, which is like a unique part of the hop. Um, but uh, but I, it mellows out. Yeah. Like, you know, and I I was like, oh, yeah, no, this is perfect. And that, I ate, yeah.
0: that beer has so many different phases. Me, right? Right, uh, it, it, it uh, and for those listening that can hear in the background, that's just uh, production, uh, yeah, continuing they're, so, they're on. still cooking today. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, we did a lot of cans being canned and packaged today, so there's, yep. they're down there after a really long day. Shout out to to, Jay, to Jeff Parker and Dylan, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Uh, and the team. But um, that, that beer has you know phase one when it's super fresh, mm-hmm. and to your point, if you if you care, if you like that, almost like, I, I think it tastes like um, snap peas, sugar yep. snap peas. Yep. Uh, if you if you like that, I mean, it's drink it fresh, man. Yep. After it mellows for a couple weeks, it's, it's like all cantaloupe to me.
4: Literally. Yeah. So you are talking about how you like get discounts on cans. Well, I'll tell you what. Like literally, spent my own money full price at a grocery store the other day buying the last six pack of Midwest Haze because I miss it so much. I. This was three days ago. They're gone. I've already. There all, oh, yeah. The whole hashtag oh, yeah. is absolutely already <laughs> my,
0: gone. My brother-in-law, Robbie Voss, who, who I know listens to this, so I'm going to give him a little shout-out. He, uh, he and his wife, Erin, just moved here. It's, oh, my, nice. it's my wife's brother and his wife. Uh, they just moved here, and he discovered Midwest Haze for the first time. Homeboy drinks it by the six pack, man, mm-hmm. and he okay. loves it. And I feel like that's what's really cool about Midwest Haze and I'm excited about that beer getting more traction is the more people that try it and realize the uniqueness of it and can, yep. appre- can appreciate that. It's uh, there, I mean, I'm I'm obviously I've been on record multiple times that that's my favorite Sonder beer. Yeah. But but that uh that beer is so unique and creative. Uh it's so unique to Sonder, but but Obviously, for many reasons, but it's so good. It's so good. Uh, okay, so that's your favorite. Is that the beer you've drank the most of, you think, of Sonder? Because there's a no, difference, right? Midwest Haze yeah. is my favorite, but I've drank the most Voss.
4: Uh, I think I've drank the most Voss, probably. Okay. I, I think so. It's real close, though, because, like, I'm a, I'm a hophead. Like, I love yeah. I love it. So, yeah, I, prob- I think every time I've had it available, I've been drinking Midwest Haze. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So like we haven't had it for a while, so I've been drinking a lot of Voss and Rally Cap lately. But uh yeah. yeah.
0: But shout out, it's coming back. I know. What is that? Two weeks, Chase? Two it's, weeks. Two weeks it's
4: back in package? Yeah, something yeah, like that. that. Sounds right. yeah. I've got the date my calendar, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> the thirteenth? Three weeks. So Chad
0: oh, is holding 13th, up his fingers, up. it's the thirteenth. All right. Uh we've talked a lot about what you love about being here. Yep. Uh do you have a favorite memory from being a part of this team or or Anything that just really sticks out that you – I have one that involves you, but I'm just curious to get your
4: (laughs) – I mean, I really think just like the – was it Easter? I think it was Easter. Easter. I oh, think, yeah, when yeah. we had the dinner when here? we had, like, a little yeah, dinner. Yeah, that was awesome. Was just like we really... lost one of my children for a yeah. long time. <laughs> we found them. That's fine. We didn't cook them. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> she was on the side. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't she just chilling in the vestibule? Wasn't yeah. that what yeah. it was? Yeah. <laughs> um, we're good parents, I swear. Yeah, all. They were on property. It's all yeah, right. It's <laughs> um, yeah, I think that was just, like, you know, bringing my wife out. It was, like, kind of interesting because we recently just found out that we were pregnant. So, like. She couldn't, like, tell everybody. And, like, the funny story I have is that I know that Jess had been talking up Courtney to Haley a lot and was very excited, like, oh, you have a wine friend. Like, she loves wine. She'll <laughs> drink wine with you all night. And, like, Haley, like, kept offering Courtney wine. She's like, no, I'm good. And, like, but we couldn't tell anybody <laughs> yet because it was still super early. That's so and, funny. Like, I hadn't heard that. Had Haley, oh, that Haley was, was like, good. kind of bummed, like, that Courtney didn't, like, drink a bunch of wine with her. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was, that was good. My, uh, I think my favorite... Was, uh, that day it was actually, and and it's, it's favorite for me because it's, it's really good, uh, on a really down day. Uh, when we did the Brown Dog event, uh, the first Brown Dog where, uh, it was Brown Dog Cafe was doing a keg competition Mm -hmm. and it was on Sunday, March 15th. So it was the day before we got shut down. And we had a lot of our team there. Danny had just gotten back from New York. Nobody wanted to talk to him because they were afraid he was basically yeah, walking I, I,
2: COVID. I yeah. stayed like 12 feet away from <laughs> uh-huh. everyone because
0: six, six felt too close. <laughs> Three other tables away. Okay. Uh, and we went from there. So we we polished that keg. We had a great team day. Uh, and then from there, we went to BC's. Yeah. And uh, it, BC's and Liberty, which Brian's a great friend of mine. So we got to support him right before we knew that we, that we were getting shut down and so it was, it was a, one of the most emotional days of my life, but it was really cool because it just felt like like you were a part of the family, right? Yeah. You were there with us when we realized, like, man, crap's about to hit the fan. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Craig, you were with us. Jack. Yeah, I was
3: there. Um, but I have, a, I have another memory that I want, that I want to share. of <laughs> yes. and it, and it No, this, one, this one's really important to me because we talk about family here, and uh, the day that you told us that you guys were pregnant. Oh, mm, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, being a first-time dad and, uh, you know, being able to celebrate that with you because we were some of the first people to know, I believe. You're like, you oh, can't yeah. tell anybody else. Yep. Um, but being able to share that. And then I think it was during COVID, right? And I was yep. like, I'm hugging you. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was. Yeah. It was like, it was, yeah. it was like yeah. I don't, I'm giving you a big hug, yeah. man. And uh, awesome. I, I'm so excited to have, like, Another little Saunder baby running around.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so much fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're we're pumped. We're trying to pick out some good names for a beer. Don't worry. Oh, heck <laughs> oh, yeah. Heck what, yeah. Uh,
0: what's the due date?
4: December 2nd. Okay, So it's like the worst time for a sales rep to have a baby. It's absolutely. <laughs> hey, but I told you right up front, we got I know. you. Oh, we'll I figure know. it out. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll no, it's, a, it's, it's all good. It's got to awesome. rhyme with uh, Bella, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I can't wait for you guys to meet little Jella Mammoth. Jella? <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Yella. Oh, Yella, yeah. Well, after my favorite movie. That's Old Yella. No, yeah. <laughs> no, we have some great names. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah.
0: Uh, all right, this is my favorite icebreaker question, and I always I feel like this is how you can get to know somebody right off the top. Yep. If you could have a beer with any five people living, who would it be?
4: Five living people. Okay. Yep. It doesn't have to be in no, order. This is this is absolutely no order. Uh, one, I, what, do they have to drink? Like, what if they don't drink? Like, what if I know that that's sober. fine? You can offer so, them a coffee. So okay, okay, so like uh, right. okay. So Trey Anastasio from Fish, okay. absolutely, like, number one with a bullet. Would love to sit and talk to him because he's, like, sober and gone through a lot of stuff. Love, love the band Fish. Uh, LeBron James, absolutely. Okay. Like, he's been a huge fan. I went and saw him play when he was in high school when I was – we're the same age. LeBron yeah. James and I are the same Isn't age. Isn't that wild to we think about? We graduated high school the same – we're, yep. like, basically the same Oh, three. We're, we're real close. <laughs> uh, but I remember – Was it – Oh, three. Yeah. Yeah. So LeBron James would be one of them. Um,
0: LeBron James is a good one, man. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah he, he's a he's a so, LeBron It's got to be wine, though. What's that? It's got to be wine, though. Is that what he, he drinks? Yeah, yeah, he loves wine. Okay. Yeah. Uh,
0: I feel like LeBron would be wildly entertaining because LeBron has the social side of things, right? Yep. He's an advocate for a lot that, that right. I support. Mm-hmm. Uh, he it also just like seems like a good hang. Right? Yeah. That's how I feel about Barack. Barack would be in my top five. Oh, Barack would be a good hang. Because for sure. Bar- Barack, I, I, we could talk sports if we needed to. I would love to just hear about his experiences in the White House, being the first, the first black president, mm-hmm. just, just socially, how, he was, how, he, how people responded to him. And then just like, as he's, as he's just like pitching ideas, because to me, Barack Obama just, and this is how I feel about LeBron, just feels like one of the guys that's super high profile.
1: Yep. Right? Well, yeah, and Andy, uh, he had a pilot brew system in the White House as well. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, he, no uh, way. Yeah. Yes. Dude, I did not Mad. know that. Yeah.
4: Yeah. He's a huge beer fan. <laughs> so God, I love him. I love so, him so, so much. White, I just got goosebumps. Yeah, <laughs> that's so the wild. White,
1: so the White House, so Deborah Carey at, at New Glarus Brewing Company was a huge fan of uh, Barack Obama and whatnot, uh, and she had to meet him and everything, which was really cool. Uh, so the White House sent uh, a beer that they made uh, to New Glarus Brewing Company. No way! Stop, Stop it. And all, all I did not get to taste it, but all the veterans got uh, to taste it. So
2: that's so, awesome. like solid, like reviews, like good beer. Or? Yeah. Did nice. he
0: physically brew it? Was he part of it? I don't know. I, I probably There's no it. way. Right. Right. That that that. Barack's not like dumping in hops. He probably, right? He probably
1: is now. I mean, he probably got a sweet I setup. Could, I could probably see true. it. Yeah. I could see it. Which, by the way, Damn. if he needs a
3: consultant, I will consult. <laughs> right. <laughs> I will market it. <laughs> all right, so Sorry, uh, wait. We- add another tag to the uh, to the drop on Instagram. <laughs> yeah.
4: Tag Barack. Tag <laughs> Barack Obama.
2: Barack Obama, you have an open invitation to this podcast. so <laughs> uh, <Sup. laughs>
4: Well, speaking of Barack, Michelle Obama would oh, have, yeah. so, like That'd man, be man, awesome love to have a beer with her. I think she's a super cool Let's lady. Say.
1: Hashtag becoming, and then brewer Barack. Yes.
4: Man, I can't believe we're gonna take Taco Bell and Barack Obama in this same. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what if we
0: got Taco Bell at the podcast and we ate tacos with Barack
4: Obama? It, oh man, man. It was <laughs> come on! I would break my diet right now. <laughs> we can get
0: you vegetarian tacos. I think
2: <sighs> it's not the same. Not the same bean yeah, burrito. Definitely not the same. Yeah, I not could the same. Bean burrito. All right, you've given us you've given uh, us two, right? Three,
4: Michelle, oh Michelle, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah LeBron, yeah. Trey. Um, uh, I just had one. Oh, Bruce Springsteen. At, like, oh, for sure. Did you nice. know
0: Chad's love for Bruce Springsteen? Bruce oh, Springsteen. I
4: have, a, I have a picture of me and my mom. I took her to meet him for her birthday because he was like signing his books. So I was it, at that book signing at Joseph at uh, Joseph Beth. Yeah, yeah,
3: I was there too. I took my daughter. I know my Oakland? mom. We have two signed copies, uh-huh. and nice. she's not allowed to read hers yet because she's only ten. And there's a lot of sex, yep. drugs, and rock and roll in it. <laughs> I have, <signed laughs> but it's a great read. Yep, <laughs> it's yep. A great. L- read. Love Bruce. Like, yeah, all the way forever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've rediscovered Bruce. Like I heard him in the car with my dad, like growing up, uh-huh. right? Glory days and Born in the USA and stuff like that. Uh, but when I came a dad, yeah, and then started like interesting,
0: huh? Interesting.
3: Yeah, so like uh-huh. just songs about. His battle with his dad and their relationship, and then just coming of age as a man yourself.
0: Does he cover that in his book?
3: Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, a yeah. lot. A oh, lot. Um, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just you know, conflicts in your head about social and injustice and and things that are going on in and politics and a lot of things that are applicable for today. Um, and he's just a badass. Mm-hmm. Like, the best concerts He's got to be pushing, what, 70-some years old now, and he still plays for like three and a half hours. That's wild. No, yep. no break. Yep. Uh, he's a he's a
4: monster. Uh, Wayne, have you seen him live as oh, well? Oh, yeah. This okay. is my first concert. Oh, really? Yeah, that's, the, that's awesome. The Rising Tour. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's awesome. I love Bruce.
0: All right, who's number five?
4: David Sedaris.
0: Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah.
4: I, I've been a fan of his writing forever. He's incredible, super funny. I've seen him live a couple times, like, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. I that's like th- that's I think a that's, killer list. Yeah. That's a solid. Five. Is that a good list? That's yeah. a solid right, cool. five. Cool. That's killer. Cool. Yeah. Cool. It's interesting. You Hell you yeah. uh you picked a wide spectrum, which yeah. is what I, I I I dig that, right? Because it's going to be completely different. <laughs> if you had your five at a table, that's right. going to be a very interesting conversation. God, the fun. funny thing is, I imagine Michelle at that table. Yeah. I feel like Michelle and LeBron would would like. Would totally like bro out. Yep. Right. And
4: then and then you've got and then Springsteen,
0: <laughs> David Sedaris. yeah, exactly, and Trey exactly. From Fish.
4: I'd get
2: I'd get drunk with that group for sure.
4: Uh-huh. Oh yeah. yeah. Honorable mention, David Letterman. Nice. That's my honorable mention.
0: Letterman's an interesting cat, man.
4: Uh huh. He was just in Dayton yesterday. Oh really? Ooh. He was supposed to be on Chappelle's thing tonight, but it got pushed because of rain.
0: So Chappelle is. Uh, I I had this conversation drink drink a beer with five people with somebody recently. And they added Chappelle, and that was, that's a, uh, having a beer with Chappelle would be wildly interesting. Chase, Chase, would have Chase, to be Chase in is your number one, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Have you gone yeah. to see
4: him yet? Yeah, yeah, a couple yeah. times. Okay, yeah. cool, yeah. He's doing, yeah, he's doing, he's met met doing
0: shows right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard this story?
4: No, because I, I have a met him in Yellow Springs story, too. Oh, interesting. I'm actually doing a show in Yellow Springs tomorrow. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. we're competing against Dave.
0: He has a show at the same time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: We're, we're for all the overflow. <laughs> You're actually on his like front lawn. Yeah, yeah, we're just like, we're doing a pop-up truck show like, right in the parking lot. Chase, Chase gave him a beer
0: chip. And, and, I'll give him, and, like, I give him all the had in my pocket. I give him like, eight beer chips. And he sends a note in Slack, and he's convinced. He's like, he sends a note to the bartenders. He's like, guys, if Dave Chappelle shows up, he, I gave him all these beer chips. Yeah, and
1: I, I sent a message to the production team as well. If Dave
0: shows up, don't count on me. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, <I'm out>. yeah. <laughs> that's good. All right, if you if you could self quarantine anywhere for fourteen days by yourself, just solo. Yeah, where are you going? What does that look like?
4: Is, is that. Again, this is rapid fire interview questions. I'm not allowed between. to. I'm not allowed to see other people. No, you're by yourself. Where would you
0: go if you had to be by yourself? Am for I allowed to days? be in a
4: city and like be by myself in a city? Like I can go around. Like sure, like, why not? But I don't have like okay, so I'm solo. But or you whatever. have to
0: you have to you know make sure that you're just you're quarantined. What are you doing I'm for 14 days? So if he goes
4: to a
1: bar, does he get served? He yeah,
4: get no. It's right quarantine. See, right. see, that's
0: what I'm asking. If you're self quarantined for 14 days.
4: Cool.
0: So, all right, let's, let's, let's honestly, put it in. Honestly, I
4: got it. Actually, I got it. Okay. I, honestly, I'd probably go to the Outer Banks. Love it. Because they have tons of nature stuff. You could drive to mountains if you wanted to. Like, we, my, Courtney's family, like, for a long time when we first started doing a vacation on the Outer Banks. And, I yeah, I just – I really dig that area. So, yeah, I think Outer Banks – Starting to love Michigan a lot. Okay. I have a friend that, has, that lives, his house is like just-
0: Like UP area? Like way no, up? No, Lake
4: St. Clair. So okay. he lives on Lake St. Clair. And like okay. I've gone a couple of times, it's been way, way fun. So okay. now, honestly, I know I'd have to do it on my own. I'd have a boat. But sure. like living at a lake with a boat, yeah, easy. Oh, heck yeah. hmm So what,
0: so now this is the same, it's same, same, but it's mm-hmm. different, right? What's your dream vacation? You can take any vacation you want. Italy. What is it?
4: Okay. So I've been three times. Okay. And I just, I love it. I, yeah. So I, I, I oh, used yeah. to teach, I used to teach Latin. So I would like, I've gone twice as a student. I've taken a student trip. So Florence is my favorite city oh, by far. Um, I like the city of Sorrento, which is a little bit south of Rome, which is where most people stay when they're going to see like Capri and they go to Pompeii and Herculaneum and all those historic sites. Most people stay in Sorrento and then kind of go out from there. So um, yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I've been to Venice. I've been to Siena, which is where that color burnt Siena is from, and it's where they have, like, the town neighborhood horse race or whatever. Like, each <laughs> neighborhood has a color, and they have, like, a, like you walk in the square, and it's, like, part of the horse track, and, like, the whole town shuts down for a holiday, and they're, like, racing carriages through the streets of the city. Cool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It, Italy's
1: a fascinating place. Yeah. It's the uh, prettiest city I've been to was, was, in, was in Italy, uh, Mirano, yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. I love it.
0: Where the glass factory is?
1: Uh, no, that's uh, Murano uh, okay. off of Venice. Uh-huh. So this is, I, I believe, it's Murano. Okay, and Murano is. Venice. Oh, I versus you. I don't know, but yeah, yeah.
0: sure. Okay, yeah. I uh, so Liz and I went to Italy for our honeymoon. We did, we did Rome, Florence, and Venice. Uh, we've talked frequently about going back and doing the Amalfi Coast and just yep. going all the way down the coast, ending in like Palermo, Sicily area. Yeah. Be. Capri Amazing.
4: is awesome. Yeah. Pompeii and Herculadium, the historic sites, like incredible. One,
0: one of see. the most beautiful places I've ever been. We took a day trip to Cinque Terre
4: yep. while we were out there. That's
0: one of the most yep. beautiful places I've ever seen. Yeah. We almost died. Uh, we went on a hike and... It got dark and they don't have guardrails or anything, and there's cliffs. And different story, different day. But that's like <laughs> one yeah. of the, literally one of the scariest Damn. moments of my life. And we're on our honeymoon. It was wild. Wow. Liz is crying. She's like, I don't
4: want to die on my honeymoon. It was wild. It was... Oh, can I change my answer? Where I quarantine? Yeah, At Asheville. By far, like, for, can I get nice. beer delivered? Am I? Nice. I don't have of to course. talk to people. When I can get beer South delivered. Self quarantine. Oh, Asheville's on the short list. For yeah, me, absolutely. Yeah, nice. I would just go yeah. for any beer fan. It's got to be on the absolutely short list, yeah. right.
0: You can, you can. Hike, if you want, right. by yourself. You right. can kayak,
3: if
4: you right. want, by yourself. My, that's where my wife and I went for our honeymoon. That's what brought it up. That's, yeah. That was our honeymoon.
0: Okay.
3: That's a great honeymoon
0: spot.
4: Sh- it's Sunny Sh-
3: Point making uh, shrimp and grits. Listen.
0: I would break quarantine. No, yeah, I, I wouldn't.
3: That's not true. I yeah, wouldn't do you that. You can't break your own question. Those no, are the rules. I know, the question.
0: but Sunny, yeah. you, you're just playing to my. Now you're. I, I see know. what you're doing.
3: You're you're like on this fancy diet right now, and uh, <laughs> I'm talking I, and, about shrimp and grits, dude. Shrimp
0: and grits from Sunny Point Cafe in Asheville is literally. If if I'm if I know tomorrow is my last meal, I'd find a way to get shrimp and grits from Sunny Point Cafe.
4: I'm getting. Biscuits and all the jams and spreads from Biscuit Head. That's my last Ooh, meal. Okay. Like I'm just going to get all we've, the jams and spreads. We've
0: never done this before, so I'm curious to get the rest of you. To, what's your last meal? If you know what's your last meal, what are you eating?
1: I was next? just saying that's actually a really good question. Yeah, uh, mine is would be pretty easy. It it wouldn't it it would be cooking with Haley in the kitchen. So the meal itself would be a little bit of a back burner. Sure, um, but it'd be some kind of elaborate, you know, meal.
0: It's something you guys bond over. Yeah, it's, yeah which is awesome. very cool. Yeah, yeah. You guys both enjoy that, yeah. yeah. See, so see, for us at our house, Liz and I both like food. Mm-hmm. She doesn't enjoy the cooking piece of it. I yeah, do, yeah, right. No, we Chad, like
1: cooking, except she, for baking. I don't like baking.
0: Yeah, I, and I suck at baking. Yeah, I'm really bad at it. And there yeah. is an art to that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Chad, what about you? what's your What's your last meal? I feel like you're going I know. I feel like I know, but I don't. I don't.
3: Um, my last last meal would probably be just like. Kind of like what Chase was saying, just a uh, big meal prepared at home of like, you want to cook with my wife? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think your wife would have the patience for me coming over and cook with her. <laughs> I
0: feel like that's probably fair. Yeah. Also, way to make all of us seem like shitheads. You guys are all tying this into a romantic occasion. Oh, no, this like, isn't
3: romantic. No, I'm going out to eat, man. <laughs> it's not romantic. It's just like, Grill some steaks, corn on the cob, watermelon, like a couple of, like just a big meal at home. I thought uh,
0: for sure yours would be barbecue. Uh,
3: I mean, that would probably be on the like on the short list of what the protein would be in that meal. Okay, um, I'm just a big like lots of sides guy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So then, like maybe a steakhouse because when you go to a steakhouse, right, the move is like you order like all the sides.
0: Yeah, a la carte, and yeah. you're just splitting them up. Exactly. Lobster mac.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I agree with you that Sunny Point would be on my short list of things. Yeah. Uh, definitely if it was my last breakfast or brunch, okay, for sure it's yeah. Sunny Point.
0: Nice little caveat there. Yeah. Are we going to tag Sunny Point in this as well now?
2: I, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not familiar with Sunny Point. Dude, I, I'm going to Asheville with you one day, and, and
0: I will take you there.
1: I know. I need to go. Work trip. Have you guys yes. been to Autos in Covington? Autos. Yes, Autos. I have. Autos been
4: incredible.
1: Auto's is, is. I mean, I've been to Sunny Point as well, but Auto's
4: is
0: really good. Is it spelled like our beer? Auto. Oh, yep. yep. Okay.
4: Yep. It's. Uh, I get the Kentucky Hot Brown. I get there like all very, the time. a okay. like, Really good version of that thing.
2: Mine is, I had an out-of-body experience at John's Bleecker Pizza in New York City. Pizza. Time. My God, it was so good. I was like, it almost, like, I didn't eat pizza afterwards for, like, three weeks, so I was like, I need to get this out of my head and just enjoy pizza that is. You inc- love, you love pizza. Yeah, and you eat pizza, like, oh every God. three days. Yeah, I, I mean, I get pizza once a week. Pretty much. I, I It's by far my favorite food. And, man, John's a bleaker was so good. I'm sure there's plenty of What's people. What's it called? Where, yeah, John's a bleaker. It's New York City. I oh. believe it's Brooklyn. John's a bleaker. Uh, yeah. So good, man. I, I, My buddies and I were there during literally COVID. Um, yeah. <laughs> like the like first three days of it before, to we, be got, fair, before it we got. To be
0: fair, you left before all the shutdown and yeah. we're there
2: during the shutdown. I mean, very quick backstory: We travel. allow you back, for two we 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 traveled while Big East basketball was still playing, and then we landed and Big East basketball wasn't playing, so it, it literally great. got shut down while yep. you were in the air. Yeah, it was an unfortunate flight. That's so crazy. we got back like two days earlier, but <laughs> yeah. So I mean, we went to John's Bleecker Pizza, and it was life changing. I almost oh. regretted having it because it was that good. Where I was like. <laughs> I'm never going to, like, I'm not going to have this again until I go back to New York City. So I, I didn't eat pizza for like three weeks afterwards. I was like, I need to get the idea of John's Bleaker out of my head and get yeah. back to like Midwest, you know, good but not great pizza. Okay. On this same
0: note, on this same note, if you could only eat one thing for the rest of your life, Wayne. Pizza. And it's, it's well no 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 from a restaurant
2: i just <laughs> always have to do that whenever you bring up this question <laughs> well, i know it there's no yours there's, there's no it. other answer for me last
4: meal? Yeah, oh yeah. no no yeah i, I was joking oh. about biscuit head yeah yeah but i'll do oh, my you were joking meal. though yeah, yeah, yeah. okay no, i mean i would eat i love it but i honestly i would I say do love biscuit my head. last if i was like really having a last meal it would be like just a great backyard barbecue i don't care what you're grilling i don't like I love flank steak. I think that's a great thing to grill for a group of people. I don't care, but I want like coleslaw, mac and cheese, potato mm, salad, yeah.
2: watermelon. Sign me up. Like, yes. It, the like that. Come on with it. Yeah. That's Baked that's what beans. I want. Yeah. He's a
3: big sides guy too.
4: Yeah. Huge I see. I see that. Love the sides. Like I want a whole restaurant that's just sides. Sides P Y O M is what's called <laughs> bring your own meat, and that's I all the sides, sides <laughs> you buy.
2: <laughs> Dude, that's amazing. That's a great <laughs> idea, actually. Yeah. I mean, sides in their own meat. Sides make a meal. Yeah.
4: Oh, and then you have another restaurant right next to it, which is called Meat. And so <laughs> you can go there to get your meat and then go to the bring your own meat. You guys place. like
2: pretend to collab all the yeah, time, yeah, it yeah, just yeah, ends yeah. up being the same it's restaurant. The same restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> my
1: my nieces uh, have always had a plan for like four years now and they're you know like twelve and uh, ten right now, but starting a restaurant uh, called Meatballs. No pasta, no spaghetti, just, just meatballs. That's it. The day I, Ella, mean,
2: dude, I would eat that. The mm-hmm. day Ella and Maya turn 21, we have to bring them on board. Uh, They're just, I mean, yeah, caught, like, stocked full of ideas. I'm yeah. so here for it. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be reporting to Danny.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maya and Ella both.
2: They you, they, uh, they exclusively come up with ideas. Don't you do get, anything you else. You get like, <laughs> Mella. Like, you get both of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it's so I'll bring them onto my marketing team. That's fine. <laughs> yes. So so what what is it? Last no like, no no, no. one thing forever forever. It's the only thing you can
0: eat forever. It has to come from a restaurant. It's not a style of food you can cook at home. Yeah
4: yeah yeah yeah. It's like a dish.
0: Mine would be. I'm gonna piggyback on Danny a little bit. I don't think we give me, think we've, give
4: have me we, a second. Yeah, give me a second. To think we, about we've done it. this. Have we, we, we done this? Uh, yeah. yeah so Danny,
0: our being pizza.
2: It might have been the last one actually. Okay. Or wait. no, I think it was. It might. I think it was two ago. The. Well, uh, I'm not gonna go back into it then. Right. I got it. Okay. Hit me with it. It would be the
4: Ba Me and Spring Rolls from Folg Tang. Okay. Um because one of my first Dude, shows, that's a great that's a great choice. Yeah, one of my first restaurant one of the first places I worked was uh well not first place. A job that I had. I worked at Taste of Belgium um in the Finley marketplace. I actually was like I was the first person to Fry up and sell chicken and waffles for Taste of Belgium because I worked there and they started it as like an outside stand. So I had to carry like six propane tanks outside and like set up this fryer outside and all stuff, and would fry chicken and waffles outside in, at Finley Market. It That's was, awesome. That's awesome. So yeah. So, um, but because I was there, whenever I go home, I always stop at Philang Tang and get like a couple of mommy sandwiches and some spring rolls and just like yeah, I I probably could eat that all the time.
0: Yeah, uh, we've never talked about this, I don't think, but Taste of Belgium is Liz's favorite restaurant since really Canada. she loves it. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah. yeah. So, all right, favorite. Uh, let's let's shift gears completely. We're gonna, cool. we're out of food now. Done with right? food. All right. Uh, goodness, I'm starving. Yeah, how much <laughs> how much do we like food here? Uh, <laughs> man, <laughs> wild. Yeah, wild. All right, uh, rapid fire here. Okay. Yep. Uh, favorite TV show of all time.
4: Uh, super difficult, but I. Th- I think I gotta go curb. Okay. I think I mean I love I love curb. I go watch it all the time, like always excited to watch it. Um curb your enthusiasm. Is yeah, what curb you're referring your enthusiasm, to. yeah, curb your enthusiasm, I think. This is why Wayne and I get along. So, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. First yeah. spring scene, <laughs> Kirby Enthusiast. <laughs> yeah. <but like>, man, <laughs> we're Wayne on a really right played to the crowd with <laughs> yeah. this podcast. He yeah,
0: no, right? no, 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 did no, his homework. No wonder we all like Wayne. Sure. He <laughs> <laughs> did his homework here. All, I'm, all we're waiting on, all we're missing is for him to say pizza was his favorite food. Yeah. That's... Well,
2: he talked about Midwest Hayes being his favorite beer, so that's It's, it's true. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Yeah. I don't actually like pizza, so. <laughs> that's fine. I thought I liked it. <laughs> kindly leave. I actually, I mean, I'm like, what my bone to pick with pizza is that whenever everyone, like, we're going to gather together, like, we'll get pizza. It's like, all right, cool, we're going to get whatever garbage pizza you got a coupon for. It's so, like we're not even – like, if we were getting good pizza for the party, I'm into it, but, like, nobody's ever, like, getting good pizza for a party. That's true. It's like I, you could go to Kroger and get, like, a bunch of sides, and I'll be all right. Like, can I just have the sides? I think
1: pizza's overdone in
4: Cincinnati.
2: Oh, yeah, Whoa. for sure. Too many pizza places. Okay, Whoa. hold on. We're not going to have pizza slander on this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, Whoa. <laughs> well, I will <laughs> say,
4: I will say, we do have some good ones. Like, Taglio actually is really, really good pizza. I like Catabula like, uh, a lot, Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, you gotta go to, They close it yeah. the down. I'm a frequent
2: flyer pizza. of a lot of pizza places. Two but Cities in Mason. Two, Two cities, cities is in very Mason. Good. Oh, yeah. Two cities is my a, favorite. So I do great. Goodfellas yeah. quite a bit. I worked at uh, Bubs for a hot sec. They yeah. fed me really well. <laughs> <Yes>. uh, Start,
4: <laughs> starting next week, you can get Sonder Beer Goodfellas downtown. Oh, so nice. seriously, now. Uh-huh. My yeah. main. Yeah. And then they're
2: opening the one in uh, P. Ridge.
4: They already have, you betcha, there yeah. Yeah. as well. That's what JP was saying. Next to my house. Yep, you betcha both. All right. Movie. Favorite movie favorite movie of all time. Uh oh man, I'm going to get so much crap for this one.
0: Okay, let's go.
4: Grandma's Boy. It's like, nice. I, like I love that movie so much. But from it's a good. stand-up
0: comedian I'd expect I expect lo- that. It's like that's so
4: good. Uh It's pretty clever too. Or Basketball. Like both of those two movies are like two of my Good Just when you lost me, you me right back in. <laughs> are you kidding me, Wayne? No. I <laughs> love, dude, I swear to God, if you make fun of me 13 or 14 more times, I'm out of here. Like, I love basketball. Uh, whenever someone's like doing some sports, man, Steve Perry. <laughs> Your sister made out of a squeak. Hey, why is that? Why is that an insult?
2: <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get some polarizing opinions on Wayne after this podcast. Danny, have you ever watched basketball? I have. I'm very familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I, love, yeah, I love.
4: We're gonna get You're some. Just leaving
2: him on that pillar. The to Lakers moved to Los Angeles where they don't
4: have any lakes. <laughs> the Jazz moved to
2: Utah where they don't allow music.
4: Like, it's, it's so
2: good. We're gonna get some polarizing opinions on Wayne after this podcast. Yep. So people are gonna like either love him like Chad or gonna be like, well, this guy does what for you? <laughs> And he just <laughs> all
0: right. You're and we'll wrap with this. Okay, we'll right. wrap up with this. Uh, I I assume from part of previous conversation we'll know. But what's your favorite music album? So your favorite album of all time? Oh, man. actually, I'm gonna ask one more honorable mention bonus question. Yeah, okay.
4: Uh, favorite album of all time is like real tough. But I would have to say probably Lawn Boy from Fish. I figured it was Fish. So Lawn Boy has, like, a collection of, like, most of my favorite songs from them. And my wife bought, like, went to Record Store Day, waited in line at everybody's records because I was out of town, and, like, bought it for me. So, yeah, I think that one probably.
0: And to be clear, uh, for somebody who didn't grow up a jam band Uh fan, as that genre would be, I recently learned from a discussion that you can like both Fish and Grateful Dead. I thought you liked one or the other. I love them both. Yeah, you you like them both, right? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. I have have grown into it a little bit uh, because, so, I've talked about them on the podcast, but uh, our friends, Mike and Sarah Leather. uh,
2: Big podcast fans, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. They
0: they listen to the pod. Shout out. uh, Some of Liz and I's best friends. Liz grew up with Sarah. Mike has, through marriage, has become a best friend, but... Uh huge Grateful Dead fans. Yeah. And so because of them I've gotten into the Grateful Dead a little bit. I haven't listened to a lot of fish, but yeah. uh I've become a fan.
4: So I, I'll tell people if you ever like are curious, like every Tuesday Fish on their Facebook page or on YouTube, they stream an old show. So like one of their old shows, they'll stream it live for free, and you usually have to pay to see that stuff. Okay, and it's cultivated because they like they're picking ones that they really love. So if you've been curious, you got nothing to do on a Tuesday, like I just say, like watch it and see, you got to see the whole thing. But it's yeah, I, I like them.
0: That's awesome. So.
4: uh I also another band you should look up, Widespread Panic. Oh, okay. I know Widespread okay, Panic. You know, okay, yeah, I yeah. was gonna say, like for a lot of people, like oh, I, I don't really know about Fish. Like, listen to Panic and like understand what a jam is, and then you can get into Fish.
1: So it's yeah. funny we mentioned Jared Jankowski earlier. Uh, he used to tour, uh, follow those guys around, and oh. he's really you, Widespread Panic. Yeah, he's okay. kept, He's kept all of his tickets, and he's been to a lot of Widespread
4: Panic shows. I lot. saw that's I,
0: such a random fact. That's awesome.
4: I saw Panic. So they do Red Rocks every single year. They do four nights, and I actually went for their, like, I think it was 48th, 49th, 50th, and 51st sold-out Red Rocks show. Yep. Very so, cool. So, yeah, I saw them there. It was, like, the only band I've seen at Red Rocks. So I like, I like Panic a lot. And my favorite thing about Panic is when you go there, and, like, I'm always going, like, because, like, there's always, you know, everyone's got hippie friends or whatever, and I look like this. Like, I'm usually, you know, dadding it up. I look like a dad without kids or whatever sometimes. And I'm like, oh, my so- God. If someone will say panic, because everyone refers to widespread panic as panic, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm so jazzed to see panic at the disco. It's like my favorite life <laughs> bit. It's my favorite life bit. It's number one. I love it.
2: That's so. funny for us. I'm sure that doesn't go over well. <laughs>
4: right. Oh, no, I have to right. tell them, like, I know. Don't worry. I'm kidding. And I have to, like, name all the members of the band to, like, prove that I know what I'm talking
2: about. That's awesome.
4: Yeah. Uh,
3: what, what were yeah. you going to say, Chad? Um, next to the last, last question. Uh, on the album thing, I just want to yeah. know, like, what's your uh, what's your favorite
4: Springsteen album? I mean, Born Ooh. in the USA. Okay, yeah, it's yeah.
0: Like is that, 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 that Chad approved?
3: Uh, yeah, it's number two. I me. mean,
4: I love the Rising. Honestly, yeah. like, I because of when it came out and what it talked about, right. and, like the message behind the whole thing. Like, I love the Rising. Yeah, um, but Mine's yeah. Darkness, Darkness on the Edge of Town. Dar- yeah, I mean, yeah, and the, like, I, I I have a double album of the River. Like, I yeah. love the River. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Okay, last question, yep. and then we'll get into uh, what are you listening to? Uh, All right. Okay, it, it, another really fun, just icebreaker question. Right? If you could have any superpower, what would it be? This says a lot about you.
4: It's really hard. Like, honest, honestly, if I'm like being no real pressure, honest. but if
0: you pick the wrong one, I'm going to judge
4: you. Yeah, no, I know. I uh, that's with
2: every question. Absolutely.
4: I, honestly, the my favorite superpower, I don't know if this is one that I like. Now, the, the coolest one, like the, the coolest, is the superpower that Domino has from the comics <laughs> where she's just always lucky. Like everything just always <laughs> falls her way. Like everything always comes up Domino. So that's I'm pretty like, good. That's like a cool, like she could just kind of do whatever. Like you yeah, we You also got to like train to be good at fighting and jumping and running. Like you, Like I could... <laughs> it's gonna look weird if I'm jumping from an airplane and everything works out for me. So I gotta be like pretty athletic. I got, you gotta work hard for that superpower. You can't just be like like for, for me. I disagree. <laughs> my, my, great my, version of of, an my version of that is that I just hit every green light from the highway to Sonder. Like that's that's, 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 <laughs> that's awesome. so. Uh, I think that's probably the the coolest the coolest superpower out of all. Um, otherwise I've always been a fan of Nightcrawler. I think Nightcrawler is Ooh, super Nightcrawler, cool. Yeah. Been a fan of him forever. So
0: All right, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh so that's Wayne. We got to know Wayne a little bit. Hell yeah. Uh, let's hit it with uh our newest segment.
3: <laughs> what are you listening to? What are you listening to? What are you listening to? Is it a cover band in some college town bar with 999 guitars? Is it something to
5: get you
0: through? All right, so there it is. So we teased this last
2: week. We got it started. Uh Danny, you actually posted the link to the playlist. Yep, and I'll keep updating it. I think, fi- I, think I decided on like five podcasts. Perfect. So then I'll. The after we get to our six, I'll take the first off, et cetera. So We'll always have you know probably twenty five to thirty songs on a perfect. Podcast. And wow, is it a weird mix oh, of songs? I love <laughs> it. That, I, I, hate, love it. it is I love it. It, it, it is. It, yeah, yeah. it
1: is. It how is do it? you How do you find the list?
2: Uh, it's on Spotify. I'll send it to you. Oh, okay. I got you. <laughs> so perfect that Chase is asking me the technological question of how he can get
0: a piece that he's actually contributed to. Right. It's so perfect. So I got I, you. We love you, Chase. If
4: you go into Spotify and type in Sonder Stories and, st- and search, there's the playlist option. So nice. none of the podcasts with the playlist option. That's pretty dope. Yep. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate that. Give <laughs> gave me a visual as well. That helps. <laughs> So I'll kick us off. For uh,
0: so for those
2: that haven't listened last week or uh, are, are new. Um, Whenever I post about the podcast, it'll also have like the Spotify playlist there as well. Perfect. So follow us on social.
0: So this is, uh, as we've talked about a lot, um, something we love at Sonder is music uh, on top of beer. So this is just what our team has on repeat right now. So individually on the podcast here, what's a song that you have on repeat or you've been listening a lot to? Uh, I'll kick it off. So this is kind of sentimental. I don't know why. I've been in like a weird music mood the last week or two. Uh, I've been listening to a song by Zach Brown Band called "The Man Who Loves You the Most." Um,
2: Zach Brown Band, very good band. I, I mean, I love Zach Brown Band. Yeah, uh,
0: and and one of the greatest concerts I've ever been to. But uh, it's a song that uh, makes me think of my daughters a lot. Uh, I I get weird with music, and music takes me to weird places. But this song, I can imagine in a really weird thing in my brain, I can imagine dancing with one of my daughters at their wedding to this song. And so uh, I, I, I've listened to it a lot. And in fact, I've had it on repeat a lot. So.
3: Yeah. Audrey and I have had that discussion, actually. Like, I, I've told her, like, this might be the song that we dance to. Yeah, I've, t- I've told... Yeah.
0: Wildflowers seems, Wild seems, flowers, seems Wild a little premature, Chad.
4: The best father daughter dance. Oh, it's song. a great song.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you just call him out? What you huh? said? I was like, yeah, seems, a <laughs> <What's that? laughs> so, seems a little premature, Chad. What's that? seems a little premature, Chad. How old is Audrey? Twelve. Uh, she just turned ten like two yeah. days ago. Yeah, okay. It's okay. Yeah. You just, he's, I'm telling
0: you, man, you got to mentally prepare yourself for these things. There, there's a song yeah. by Darius Rucker called "It Won't Be Like This for Long." <laughs> that same thing, man. That song. That song just. Uh, whew. I can't yes, believe
4: you. Darius Rucker makes you cl- cry. <laughs> <laughs> like, get out of here. Get, get out You're, of here with your comedic value. He's like the dolphins to your Darius <laughs> Rucker. <laughs> <Like, laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Wayne wins. He wins the day. Yeah.
2: All right. Uh, P&P. Danny, why don't you go next? What's the song you have on repeat? Dude, I, it's in the same vein as uh, Quinn 92. I've been listening. It's a weird genre. I don't even really know how they classify it. It's like kind of like... Hip hoppy, poppy, I don't know, but uh, I've listened to Supercuts by Jeremy Zucker a lot. Nice. Okay. yeah, super good song. Hell yeah. That's a that's a good song, uh, like to jam to in the car. Yeah, uh-huh. it's a weird genre. I don't know what they really call I themselves. Either. I think they call themselves like hip hop artists, but like, is it really hip hop? I don't know. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. just like jammy stuff that I'm into. Okay, Wayne.
4: Oh man, this is going So I'm like, I'm, I pulled up my on repeat on
2: Spotify. That's so what yes, I just okay, did. So yeah, I
4: pulled up my on repeat. This isn't the one I'm recommending for the playlist, <laughs> but I want to say what the number one on here is. Wait,
2: when you're you're a guest on this podcast, we'll give you two. All right. Yeah, 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 well, yeah, this like is like
4: it. the joke one because I can't believe this is my most played or whatever. What. Steady Mobbin' by Young Money and Gucci Mane. Like, that is no. that first one. Steady Mobbin', Steady yes. Steady I don't know why, but I apparently listened to that.
2: And the weird thing is, is that, like, that'll fit in the playlist. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> it fits right in, actually. Right. Uh,
4: but actually, like, a song that I love, I listen to all the time, is uh, Dreams and Nightmares by Meek Mill. Oh, love, so good. Love, a great love song. that album, love that song. Yeah. I just think it's, like, I discovered it because there's another podcast I listen to, and they... It's called All Fantasy Everything, and they mm-hmm. draft different things. And one of the things they were drafting is parts and songs that make you turn it up. And yeah. I had not heard that song. And they, like, oh, talked really? about. They talked about it. I was like, oh, my God. So I go listen to it. It's like all of a sudden, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess I love Meek Mill. Like, I didn't yeah, even know. You know, I, I, I love hip-hop, but I don't, like, discover new stuff necessarily. So That song Me-
0: hits. Me- Meek Mill is so Incredible. good. He's yeah. so talented.
4: And his – Amazon documentary is unbelievable. Oh, I haven't seen it. It's like a series. It's all, it's called, I think it's like Free Meek or something like that. But he has like an Amazon Prime like documentary that's that's incredible. So, yeah. Chad? Um, I'll kind of give the uh, production
3: team credit for this. There's certain days where, you know, they rotate through music and I'm a huge classic rock fan, obviously talking about Springsteen. Uh, So I get really excited on, on classic rock days downstairs and they've, They've helped me rediscover my love for the Allman Brothers. Oh yeah, oh, God. and uh, I've been rocking Soulshine
4: like nonstop. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, every time that song can make me cry. Yeah. I, mean, yes. I could cry it's right now thinking song. about that song. And Midnight Rider is on. Oh yeah, God. I'm oh. glad. I'm
0: glad you're, this is this has led us to curating a playlist. Yeah, because it keeps me from having to
4: go. Oh, I need to add that to yeah, a playlist. Yeah, 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 I just go through and add <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Awesome.
2: You can find the weirdest playlist of all time <laughs> at the Saunders <laughs> Stories Spotify. <laughs>
1: All right, Chaser, so you're you're up. You're the last one. Uh, so I I know nothing about this band because the song just happened to pop up, uh, but uh, and I'm a huge fan of Neil Young. So okay, there's, there's a song called uh, the band's Poolside, and it's a remake of Harvest Moon. Nice, and it's oh, very nice. cool. It's just, it's very kind of and uh, like discoy and it's just it's a cool song. It's got a good rhythm to it, and the lyrics are you know well pronounced and. Uh, it's it's a really good song.
0: I love that. That's oh, yeah. dope. I love a good cover too. Oh. Yeah. All right. Well, um, we have a problem because my drink. I guess I can
2: I can finish this uh, here. We have a little. No, I don't have any aspirin. That's yet. fine. I can just cheers with this. There's there's drinks
0: in it. Okay, perfect. Just drinking it. Uh, <laughs> Wayne, just so you know, uh, Chase has let all of us know that uh, when you have an empty glass, you can't toast it.
2: Uh uh-huh. It's bad luck. So, I know it
0: is. Uh. So I, I'm. Drinking the remnants of my iced coffee here as a toast. The rest
2: of us have beer like adults, though. <laughs> I, right.
0: Yeah, I drank mine while we were podcasting.
2: Right. <laughs> uh, cheers, though. It was fun. Hey, Wayne, welcome to
0: the family, Thanks, man. Thanks, everybody. You are such an Great added to have addition. You uh, Dude, cheers, guys. Thank
4: you guys for having me. This is awesome.